Welcome to Saka! Erupting blunt launcher! Joy Gundam! Then you've got like African American Peter Parker in space, and you've got like. <laughs> There's a battle happening between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, and then you see Jar Jar run by and get shot in the back. And that's it! <laughs> sack up, sack up, sack up! I am Steve, and with me here today... Addison Waldo! Kenneth Sack up, nerds. Alright, welcome to Sack Up. I'm Steve. I'm Madison. I'm Ken. Son of a bitch. Hold on. Just, I would like to... Don't don't you dare stop that. <laughs> I would like to point out that this, this is becoming a more common occurrence where you're like, this is Sack Up, and then you just stare at me. And, then <laughs> and for, it's you specifically, For, for like a second, and then your eyes light up in fear, and you're like, I'm Steve. Are <laughs> 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 you forgetting your name? I have no idea. It's the orders on this. This this is Ask Up, evidently. That's how it happens. (laughs) Oh, man, it is uh, Sunday, May 3rd, 2015. Is it already May? Jesus Christ. I know. Episode 18. We're going to die so soon. You have no idea. Yeah, it's going to be before we realize it. Before you know it, we're just going to be like holding hands in our triple hospital bed and dying dying together. together. Yeah. Oh man. I'll just be decaying into like well, your yeah, gold, Ken, Ken gold bullion it'll probably. It'll look like psoriasis, but you'll like peel uh Ken's skin off and I'll turn into dollar bills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um it is this is episode eighteen of Sack Up. We're legal now. We're fully legal. We can buy cigarettes and porn. High five. High five. You got a blue porn. blueness on your elbow there. Is that the stamp? That's the stamp. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How'd that work out? Good. It worked out really well. Stamped people's hands and everyone was chill with it. So, uh, we are we just finished doing the postmortem for our first tournament. Uh, sweet spot. <laughs> Sound like it was a horrible the, well, funeral death. It actually was super successful. So we had uh, thirty six people turned out. It was uh, really successful good. in non financial ways. Well, you mean to say? You know, we didn't have that many people show up, but that meant that we could cut our teeth in an environment that was very... Well, this is the first time like, we have officially had an official business transaction, or like a business... We have we have done... We had a purpose for our company, and it has fulfilled at least one part of that purpose. Yes, it has. something to be proud of. It's pretty exciting for us. We're a very small company, as you can see. <laughs> well, we said we were going to do something, and we did it. Yeah. Regardless of how successful financially <laughs> it was. That's pretty new for us. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, and I think that... Um, well, actually, we said we'd do the podcast, and we've done and it. We've 18 done episodes it. now, so there we go. Yeah, we this, ourselves this short. Is, this is the big league, so this is money you've changed in hands. Yeah. Now, so. so, and of course, it's not about the money, but I mean, we did spend our own money and to And we will continue to, to do, do so until, until we, we have a reason not to, which means one of us dies. Yeah, or all three of us die of old age. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> As we just discussed. Um, but no, it was great. I mean, we, I mean, we, so financially, we, we put money in. And we didn't make that. We didn't get to make that money back, but it was a really positive experience. Like 
the community came out and everyone had a really good time. Everyone said that the event was great. They loved the venue. There were plenty of setups. Thank you to everyone who brought setups. I hope you enjoyed your free food. And um, the next one is June 6th. And it's going to be for Melee. And on, and actually in two weeks, May May 16th, 16th. we have Smash 4, the first in the Sweet Spot series, a $250 pot bonus. So if you play Smash 4 and you've been like, I wish that they had big events like they have for Melee, well, you're in luck, my friend. Yeah, and also if you live close to Phoenix or are willing to drive there. Yeah, if you're willing to drive down from Colorado. Come. Yeah. Welcome to the the Wild West. (laughs) Yeah, the barren wasteland of heat. Isn't Colorado God, more west than Arizona? No. Oh, it's the north. same west. Is that I'm pretty you, sure. What's, what's directly at top? What's, oh, above, no, what's above us and west? Is that Utah? Their point is like, like 20 miles to the east. Which, which one is in the four corners? Which one is the one that's kitty corner? Like Colorado. Well, so it's so Arizona, more... New Mexico, uh, Nevada, and... Nevada, that's what it is. Colorado? Okay. Where Nevada is the Utah. West. Maybe it's Nevada, Utah, and Colorado's just... Off. Dude, in the no, Colorado is one of the four. Ah, fuck. I said geography. Yeah. Taught well in the Arizona school system. No, I could have sworn. I looked <laughs> Not even time. Just don't. It's a, of all the skills to have, geography, geography is the most is. not useful skill ever. I know more geography about other countries than yeah. about fucking America. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I just never. Are. I just never decided. Or decided I'm learning geography. I was like, when am I ever going to need to use this? When will I ever care? And now. How many states there are. Yeah. Yeah. The the only thing I really remember from my geography classes was when uh, New Orleans when could Hurricane Katrina happened, and then we talked about New Orleans in my geography class because it was underwater. So we have the internet yeah, geography. The so yeah, no, I was thinking Utah of directly. I was thinking us. of Nevada when I was thinking of Colorado. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, All right, Colorado. Our, it is the Wild West. Our come dumbness. Out here. Our dumbness aside. Come on. Yeah. Come out. Check it out. It's gonna be great. All leading up to the grand finals in August, maybe a regional event. We're not sure. We haven't we haven't we worked have out to the see details. How, big the, how much the community embraces our perfect style of tournament running? Yeah. So um, yeah, that was a really great experience. I met a lot of cool people, and people had really nice things to say. And the biggest thing right now is we just want to bring more people. We did it in the final during finals week. For most major universities, yeah, which, so maybe not the best in, idea. Yeah, in, in hindsight, maybe we should have done second and fourth Saturdays of yeah, the month or something. Know, but although there isn't a fourth Saturday for most months, so. exactly. So, but <sighs> it was it was still really good. It was an awesome experience, and I, I had a ton of fun and uh, saw some pretty good games. Congratulations to Ty of MVG for taking first place. And he walked home with uh, two hundred dollars, and he was followed by Dowson, who took a uh, hundred and ten dollars home. And kind of a dark horse, but Jem, uh, who is a local player in Arizona, came up and made it all the way to third place. It was pretty awesome. So, Great games all around, and we're excited for the next one. The next event is going to be streamed. We're going to be building our streaming infrastructure and getting that going. Um, and eventually we're going to build it for casters. So if you're a caster out there, contact uh, Sat Gaming if you're interested in, sat- in casting for events. Getting your name out there, getting that some of that e- eSports fame. Looking to build our build our shit, so yeah, build our stable. <laughs> How's your guys' week been? Uh, it's been all right. I mean, I haven't really, I didn't really end up doing a lot until the latter half of the week. I've just been like watching shit, but watching what? Uh, like good shit uh, or the, more in eighteenth century cooking? No, well, some of that, but 
there was a thing that went on Netflix called Our World War, which is... Mm. It's a really cool idea, and I hope that they do it for more shit, but it's basically like... I think it's the History Channel, I'm not sure. They took um, stories from people who served in the British Army during the World, World War One, and they made them into, like, really good, high-production, like, HBO-quality story, like, vignettes. So they had three of them, and it was really cool. Like, it was just seeing these... It's a little overplayed, the acting and stuff, because I'm sure for a lot of those people, they're like, this is the first and last time I'll ever be on the screen. Yeah. But it's cool to see it from that perspective, because, you know... For, for our generation, and for the people who are younger than us, and a lot of people older, like, wars have the, of import for them have been, like, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, Desert Storm, as far back as, like, Vietnam, but, like, pe- you know, most of the people who are in World War II have, are dead now, and everyone from World War I are, are just gone now. Yeah. But those are important stories, because those are the first two, like... As they're as they say, world wars, right? That's a million people died in World War One. There, the first day, the first four minutes of World War One, five hundred Germans walked into a machine gun and died. Like, there is death and suffering on a scale that we'll never know again, pretty much. Yeah. And World War Two, obviously, way worse, just from you know the way Russia treated its citizens and shit, starved and killed twenty million of its own people, but. They're important stories to tell, and I like well, I like that shit. So yeah, well, history, world war history, particularly World War One and Two, has always been fascinating. <clears throat> Just to see a a conflict on that scale, How grand of a scale. grand, an entire <laughs> generation erased, pretty much yeah. because of a fucking war and like, world and worldwide militarization. Right, the, it, you saw an entire country. I mean, America's entire economy was a military industrial complex. That is, like, you had well, people that hasn't changed, but go on. well, but I mean, so <laughs> to the extent of you know, like, yeah, every well, it was total war. Yeah, That's, which we won't have that again. It was the only thing for, that America was focused at on. the very least a long time, but probably never. Like, you, at least in America, like, the other countries exist in states of permanent total war, right? Yeah. North Korea, Iran, like, <laughs> all, all the rogue states that no one wants to deal with are always getting ready for that war. And everything that anyone does is towards getting a nuke or making a better missile or stealing or buying stuff from Russia to hurt America with or something. But we're just like, whatever, man. Living in the land of the free, the home of the brave. Making that money? You yeah. can't even know. <laughs> Bitch. So. Yeah. America. America, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. I played around with Mewtwo a little bit yesterday, which was fun. On the uh, on Smash 4? Yeah. I really, I will be more happy when Lucas comes out, because he looks really fucking awesome. And also is one of your favorite characters. Well, one of my better characters in Brawl, yeah. Yeah. So. How does Mewtwo play overall? Real, I mean, he's super floaty. He feels like he's a little lighter than in Melee. Really? To me. That's weird because he's big. Like, he was, yeah. His yeah. frame is so... big and he's slow, so... And for every other character like that in the game, they're fucking rocks, but... For Mewtwo, like... You know, playing against level 9 computers, and there are a couple times I got to, like, 75-80%, and they just smashed me off the side, so... Because you were so light, but you're also just, You're heavy. fucking light. He's hard to control, too, but I blame that more on our shitty controllers than on anything else. Like, one of the, one of the ones doesn't work anymore. You just, just stop working. Work. I can plug it in. I can select my characters, get into a game. The moment I get into a game, can't move the stick, can't attack. I can only press start. 
Don't know why it would be once I got in the game that matters, but the other two controllers work okay. But I'm I'm gonna buy the new ones. Yeah, we need to buy some new ones. I need so, to get one for for just, melee. For yeah, for melee and just, or whatever. Yeah, which yeah. I'm getting soon. I got the CRT in the corner there. Oh my god. Jesus. Oh my Wood god. Wood paneling and everything, baby. Where'd you even get that? dollar from Goodwill? No, I just got, uh, Bernardo gave it to me for free because he had three of them. So he well, was like, yeah, I, I have an extra one. You, you can go it? to Goodwill and just get them get for, for a buck. buck yeah. What happens in like 15 years when there, there are, are no CRTs? <laughs> Melee <Mainly> dies. dies. <laughs> <laughs> Smash 4 reigns supreme. Yeah, well, it's probably going to be lagless monitors, actually. That's the, that's the big thing a lot of people are doing is they're just buying monitors. And you can get a monitor that's specifically a lagless one. So it, it won't lag any on any input whatsoever. I got to see that. But they're like $250. Well, yeah, there you go. That's roughly 250 times as much as this cost for an order to buy exactly. from Google. Exactly. So. The idea is just so weird that... Well, it's a vacuum too, bro. I mean, be like, I'm playing on a CRT. Like, can't have that lag, bro. Yeah, that's not 120 nice. hertz, no lag monitor. Sign my shit up. Yeah, you know? like, well, if only I was as rich a man... Wow, I'm I'm gonna be looking for a new monitor soon. I'm doing I'm redoing my whole computer pretty much, except for my CPU. I feel like, like you just built one. I didn't though. You don't realize I've had the computer for like two and a half years now. Yeah, I've had this one for what three? Yeah. But you, I want a different stuff. Yeah. Get can I have your case? old? Can I have your old processor? No, I said I just said that's the only thing I'm not changing. Oh, okay. Because that's that costs the associated costs for changing that are more than I want to pay. I don't want to yeah. buy a new motherboard and other shit, but getting. Corsair C70 case it looks like a giant ammunition box that's gonna be rad gonna get a fucking uh, 980 gonna get some new RAM probably get liquid cooling for my CPU yeah. so it's gonna be awesome I have I've been trying to do some research on liquid cooling and it's I don't really get how it works other than it looks like there's like you have the the same kind of thing that you have with the fan where the there's like the heat pad on the fan that heats up and normally the fan yeah the, the fan spins and, and sends the heat out but in this case it's just water comes touches it it's transfers the heat it's a uh, it's like an oil some kind of solution, oh, okay. yeah. yeah it's a synthetic oil but essentially um, it, you have the heat sink and then you have a closed loop of fluid solution that ideally has like a pretty it's pretty like heat conductive so you can pull as much heat off the heat sink as possible and it basically runs in a loop and at the top of the loop, you have uh, another heat sink and big-ass fans that just pull it away. I mean, it's essentially, for all intents and purposes, just a normal fan, but you have pipes that go to the, the fan. Yeah. It's basically heat just from like one a radiator, right? Well, yeah, it's a liquid-cool radiator. So, it'll be awesome. I, how much is that? Like, how much is it like that? Um, you, so, the one I was looking at, the 8... H100i, which I think is Cooler Master or Corsair, it's like uh, 90 bucks, I think. That's not bad. But that's the two-fan one. You can get the one-fan one, I think, for like 60 or 50 off of Amazon. So, if Amazon gives you the prices it gave me, which isn't guaranteed. So. That's true. <laughs> Addison always gets the best prices from Amazon. Well, it's, you don't get the best price, you just get different ones for some fucking reason. But all because they probably based on like where you live, level of affluence. Well, they'll they'll and you're spending that level of affluence. He's wealthy, charge him more. Well, he lives in a wealthy area where and he spends this much money. I live in fucking India. That's probably why you get better prices. New New Delhi. Yes. So like he can't afford as much. They think you're still a college student, even though you're a yeah, millionaire. They're living student living. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I did for my week. Cool. How about you, Ken? 
Yeah, not much. Just work as normal. Finish Breaking Bad pretty early in the week. Yeah. Did you, you like? Yeah, so you saw the end. Death. Yeah. How was it? His M60. He ended up dying. I thought it was retarded how somehow he got a machine gun in his car and was able to murder everybody, but. That's called engineering, son. No, that's called how to get an M60. He bought it from that guy at the. the, (laughs) Sold it to him at the diner. He had like $80 million. It's It's not that hard to get an M60. It's pretty hard to get an M60. It's the idea that he just. Parked that there and was able to mow everybody down. It's an M60. Shoots 308 at like four. No, just like everyone there. happened to gather in the pool club. Like everyone was just like, couldn't fire. Oh, I need to stay up here. No, no one dropped to the ground. Like, well, because you got to be a, a G. If you drop to the ground, so. you're a bitch. So, well, uh, also, like he said, four what 425 rounds per minute, one line through that building, and everyone's probably it's getting hit. Line. But somehow Todd survives. You know? Yeah, that guy's an asshole. That guy's weird. He's got, like, weird, like, autistic no-feelings things going on. Yeah, he's just, like, <laughs> obviously he's a little a little weird. Like, socially he's awkward, got... like, oh, like, he just, well, he just, like, well, he just, like, shot somebody. He's like, man. He's like, yeah, sorry. Like, sorry, Mr. Yeah, he's Wyatt. the guy, he's the one who shot that kid on the bike. And he, I, and he likes, the, or he, like, makes what's-his-face a slave. Like, he's not, like... It doesn't come across as evil. It just comes across as like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna change. I'm pathetic. To I'm gonna, things. yeah, I'm gonna chain you up now. Sorry I about that. Nice. Here's here's some ice cream, and he like walks away. Yeah. You know, he just has like no more. He just kind of something like something's not right up there. But yeah. So was, what did you think of the series as a whole? Are you are you happy with the way it ended? I thought the writing was good. I just <clears throat> didn't really like anybody in the entire show. Are you sad that Maria and Skylar didn't die? I knew they. I mean, I knew they weren't going to die. That's not how that usually ends with everyone dying. So, yeah, the departed is though. That's true. (laughs) As we said last week, true. Yeah. Well, even the if only Scorsese had directed. Even the girlfriend survives. You know. Which girlfriend? And the departed. Oh, does she? Yeah. Yeah. She's up there at the end. But yeah, it was. um, That's kind of what I expected. I figured he was going to die. Did you see Avengers? I did. There's How'd much to discuss like there. How'd you like it? It, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be on par with what Ron Tomatoes says. Yeah. Eh, it's good. No, it was good. It just I I don't know. I'm I feel like I'm always the like outlier here. I'm always tough on Marvel. Steve movies. said that before. I said that. I was like, Ken's Steve's not like, like I really liked it. Ken's gonna be in the middle at best to either play devil's advocate or because he's not. It's not a devil's advocate thing. I literally just I don't know You're why. You're very critical of Marvel movies, I'm which just, is okay. I know. I I always expect <laughs> the best out of them, and <clears throat> their sequels have left me. Well, that's what people were saying on Rotten Tomatoes is. First Avengers is great. The sequel is. I love the First Avengers. Like it was awesome. I had no qualms with that movie. Yeah, and I like pretty much every original Marvel movie that's been there. I like. I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. Even though I said going into it, I thought it was going to be shitty as fuck. Yeah. So I have nothing. It's not like like me against Marvel. I just. I I feel like what happens is with the sequels is they lose what make what I like about the original movies the best, which is just like a focus on their characters and just. Well, because they're, they're, origin, they're origin stories, so it's like, here's a character, and it's like, it's, it's kind of Avengers was an or, origin story. Not Avengers, but I'm talking about the rest of them. Oh, okay. And then Avengers was, I don't know, a lot of it, it just comes down to, like, the reason why they're fighting and having good stories like that. Like, yeah. as weird as it was that, like, Loki opened a giant portal in the sky and aliens come and attack them. With you're his like, Loki pokey stick. You're like... <laughs> that's like what they're calling it. Now you're mine. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But it's like, it's very... Find the trickster. You're a pigeon? <laughs> it's, 
anyway, so... There's a war coming, and they're fighting this army, and you're like, okay, cool. I can see, uh-huh. like, the, the magnitude of that, New Force being invaded. It's, like, pretty awesome. Yes. I just feel like with a lot of the next movies, the bad guys... The threats have just nothing been... to do. They're completely like auxiliary to the thing. Well, that just happens, just the it? threats are not as like omni. Yeah, just like oh, doesn't that? I'm not feeling like a sense. There's like an awesome moment, like when Iron Man's like taking that nuke and like flying it away. There's like an awesome like bum 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 na na awesome like superhero <laughs> action. Think, you didn't think like at the end with with Ultron like when he's about to wipe out the world that didn't seem terrifying well, to no, you in the way that they it's the middle parts right like you have this huge interstellar threat coming that's like led by Thanos or whatever and they're coming through this portal and then you have all the movies in between till the next adventure where it's just like I'm a petty villain well it's like a two hour I guess I just like epicness I like having epic moments I've, I like having main characters do epic things I think I just like that with and anything in video games. That's yeah, books I this read. This was even more epic than the last Avengers in terms well, of epic moments. But like, what? did you watch it? I saw it last night. I don't. I don't think so. You don't think it was? It was. You don't think it was more epic? No, I thought it was more epic than the first. I one. don't think it was. That epic it wasn't at all. an interstellar conflict, but I mean the entire war, like the like the battle between all of the Ultrons and the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I guess it was shorter than the than the no, battle. No, not even the New battle. York. Like. There was, like, no doubt that they were gonna... And at no point where I was like, oh, man, these Ultron machines can ever beat any of the Avengers, <laughs> ever. Well, but you could have gone into that in the first movie knowing that that's gonna be true, too, because they're gonna make a second one. Just like you... you well, but even, even if you take that out, like, the, I think the idea... At least with the first one, there's the idea of, like, we're not a teammate, there's conflict here. They're fighting each other as well as fighting other people, and then they had to come together in, like, a cohesive unit... So that's, that's also part of the story. Like, oh, cool, no, they're, they're like they're becoming a team. Yeah, the second one but is they like, fight each other in this one too. They're, they're still friends. Right. They get more at each other's throats in this one because everyone's so pissed off at Tony. No, they, no, they don't. What? Tell me why Iron Man and Hulk were fighting. Spoilers, by the okay. way. So yeah, and we're probably going to spoil yeah. the shit out of this because Scar- I don't think Addison. So Scar- cares. Oh, that's another thing I'll come to. But Scarlet Witch is one of the the twins and. I know they added, okay. So her ability is like mind manipulation. So uh, her she, real ability is actually reality manipulation. Reality manipulation, yeah. but yeah, but so she basically like as one of the plans to break them up. Like Ultron has Scarlet Witch go to each of them and give them bad memory or like, well, they show them their worst fears. Make them bad blood of each well, other. Well, not against each other; it's just their worst fears. And just Hulk being Hulk, he just his worst fear. I don't know what it is, but he just freaks. And his so worst he goes, fear is everyone against Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's his not, worst fear is being the Hulk, like. And he's afraid, and he's afraid that he'll hurt someone. That he really well, that's cares Bruce, about. no, that's Bruce Banner's worst fear. That's true. But he goes, he got triggered enough that he went into Hulk mode, and they left and him. Then in his, she and he, fused mind thing to him. No, he was just in a city. He went, he's Hulk mode. He went city. He was, he was rampaging. Well, she mind, she mind fucked him when he was Bruce Banner. That's why I was trying. And then he hulked out. And then you don't, you don't see him transform, but you just see the next, the next like scene is just Hulk's in the city blowing things up. And well, just like that destroying seems like something they should have fucking told people what his fear was. I would like to know. Well, it's well, and they and that's the thing. So they reveal his fear later on. So oh, one right. of my so one of the things that I really liked about this movie is like <clears throat> the central the central conflict of it. There's two conflicts. There's how can um, you're smirking at me in this this <laughs> this super skeptical way I'm, right I'm now. I'm just waiting for it. So well, there's there's one part about this movie that I just had a huge problem with, and I'm. I'm waiting to see if that's going to be something that you really exactly exactly. Right. I'm waiting. So, so the conflict, so the conf, there's there's two main conflicts in it, and one is, um, how can there ever be peace if humans exist? 
That's the that's and that's an old so the same fucking thing as like man Superman versus Batman. Yeah, well, and it's what we had talked about before. So you know, so essentially, like Ultron gets created, right? And he's supposed to be the he's supposed to be like he's his his goal as a program is to ensure peace no matter what, right? And so he, being a program and not having any feelings or anything like that, takes no, he that. does have feelings. So that was the problem. Well, that's that they true. took the protocol in the wrong way. Yeah, his goal was designed originally to protect because Iron Man made this protocol that was like the protection drones, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ultron, they found the orb and it had its sentience, and they're like, oh, we can replicate artificial intelligence using this yeah. and merge it with this protocol to protect the world. But I think because there was weird emotion in there, because it was like this is rage, like. Yeah, so he basically, Ultron's basically like, okay. Peace by the sword. Well, yeah, he's basically like, my job is to ensure peace. How The only way I can do that is by wiping out humanity. Because humanity is the root cause of all of the, its the own problems. Well, well, no, it, it wasn't, it wasn't wipe out humanity. It was force them to evolve. By killing them. Well, the, he's, his premise <laughs> was every time, every time there's a catastrophe, humanity has forced itself to evolve. Like, he brought up well, multiple times about the dinosaurs and, like, multiple events that, like, changed. But they didn't evolve into us. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, but his whole, his whole premise is the humans as they're constituated are not, will never be able to find peace. They aren't, they need to be higher, they need to evolve into a better whatever. And so he's like, I'm going to create a catastrophe. I don't think his goal is originally to blow up the world. But then once the Avengers got involved, he's like, well, go fuck you guys, I'm going to blow up the world now. Yeah, apparently you're more involved than I thought. Time to end But this. I think his goal was to, like have a catastrophe come down wipe out enough people but the remain near like the whole goal was like well we'll see if the humanity can evolve now to the point where we won't have to fight because EA, I don't know the world broke in or okay whatever okay way yeah. to deal with that I guess so so that's an interesting conflict the other one is is there's this conflict of what does it mean to be like like what do each of these people fear the most right and that's the what the Avengers. whole Scarlet Witch thinks yeah as far as the Avengers what does each person fear the most and you learn a lot about the characters and you develop the characters get really developed in really interesting ways I think you learn is um, Thor just scared his dad won't love him anymore no Thor is scared issues. Thor is scared that he is going to, to fail sh- everybody in Asgard as king like ultimately he's afraid that like that he's not going to be able to do enough to <laughs> to stop them, the ultimate destru- ultimately to stop the destruction of Asgard. You mean Ragnarok? <laughs> yeah, essentially, like he's afraid of Ragnarok. So and like and so they each get shown these visions of the things that they're most afraid of. And so like his is like he's in this place and like he sees like everyone is reveling, reveling and stuff. And it's kind of this like this crazy like or like you know uh, like Norse orgy going on and Heimdall's there and Heimdall's like you could have saved us but now we're all dead and you know everything is ruined and blah I don't, I don't his his was the hardest to to interpret because it was weirdly mythical um but he's just like terrified essentially that like he's going to fail Asgard um and then you they show uh, Tony Stark's is becoming an alcoholic again Well no Tony Tony Stark's is what hap- is what started this whole thing was he gets shown a vision of earth being attacked again by aliens and his he has like ptsd and stuff you know from going through the wormhole and so he's terrified his whole entire obsession with him it's why he created all the suits in iron man 3 it's why he's he like vision it's why he created yeah his fear his fear is well, he, well, that, he didn't create, he didn't create vision, vision created is super interesting yeah. but he, they not do it for stony makes him a body Jarvis about Well, so essentially Ultron, and I mean, like, we basically spoiled the shit out of it, but it's well, going to keep going. Well, we spoilers so. at the front, yeah. so I don't... Um, so basically Ultron is trying to make himself a body. Because he has, he's like... He's trying to become real. He's trying well, to become as yeah. synthetic... Well, he's made a bunch of... 
he's like throughout the movie he's just a bunch of robots that he made but yeah, he's like yeah. in the net so he's like he's just a program program he's like you know AI so he can go to body to body but he wants like a real hardcore body so they dug up all the vibranium in the country and then he was well, they went to Wakanda which Wakanda. is where Black Panther is from I guess so and but, he will be in the, and he's getting his own movie in but they um, I want to die <laughs> They get the vibranium, which is like obviously the strongest metal in the galaxy, or whatever you want to call it, and the then Earth, just the Earth, yeah, and most durable metal. In, and there's in the a Earth. lady in there that has like cell regeneration technology. Has what? Sorry, cell regeneration technology. Cell. And so they merge the cell regeneration technology with the vibranium. So this bro is basically just the body is just made so of vibranium. Is a super god, then yes, <laughs> basically an indestructible super god synthetic. What human. role does he play in the movie? So basically, does he just fight with them, or yeah. yeah. So basically, like. Ultron is trying to make this body for himself. Yeah. Um, and they end up, like, stealing it. They Because the, it's, it's in this cask, this casket, essentially. Um, and that's where, like, the, the where the body is being created. So they ste- the Avengers steal it from him before he can fully upload his consciousness into it. And um, basically, Tony Stark gets a hold of it, and they're supposed to destroy it. And it's, it's Bruce Banner and Tony Stark. And so, and they were the ones who created Ultron originally. Well, like they the were, two smartest people in the world. Fuck, of course yeah. they did. But. So they worked together to create Ultron, and then they're sitting there and they're like, "Okay, we can destroy this." And Tony's like, "Or Jarvis, <laughs> we could not destroy it." And they get in this argument, and he's just like, "Listen, like, he's like, obviously, like, we created Ultron, and that and that really messed things up." But he's like, and Ultron kills Jarvis at the beginning, so like, he like. Just attacks Jarvis and destroys him, yeah. and then you find that Jarvis actually was still alive, but he had hidden himself in protocols and stuff, and had basically been subtly fighting Ultron as he was invading the net and stuff. And so Tony Tony Stark's is just like we can, we could take this thing and put Jarvis's consciousness into it, and he could stop Ultron, and he could be what Ultron was supposed to be without all the bugs that Ultron has that are making Ultron insane. So they upload Jarvis into it. And then there's, like, this huge fight where the rest of the Avengers show up, and they're like, don't do this again. You just created Ultron. Don't create something worse. And they all fight, but then the Vision breaks out, and he's just, like, this god android. And he has... The the key thing that they found was they could create this super intelligence by the Loki Pokey stick has the mind gem in it, which is one of the Infinity Stones. And so they take that, and they put that into the body... And that is what powers Jarvis and stuff, and like gives him all his power. So no, well, just... that gives him powers, but that Ultron put that on there. It wasn't the Avengers that put them on there. Well, yeah, Ultron put it on there. Yeah, and Ultron then, was playing yeah, them having took a, it. Well, they took the entire body, and the, it was already on the body, so it was yeah. there. But the, Ultron was using that as energy source. I don't think it's what made Jarvis like a good person or something like that. No, 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 no it's no, not. No, yeah, it's, it's just, just that's what, that, it's his nuclear reactor. That yeah, it basically know. gave Jarvis like it's an like an infinite database for him to be able to like, an infinite power. processor. Just gave him mind powers. Yeah, and it gave him the power to operate I at that level. I'm excited to see it. Then. It's really Vision, cool. Vision, I love all those like second tier but actually more powerful than the main yeah. guy's heroes. They're so cool. He has a forehead beam. And yeah. it's awesome. Well, like, he shoots a laser. I actually I actually don't like Vision, so 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 anyways, so the, the what they show you is like it asks a lot of interesting questions about like who these characters are and what it means to like when you are like a when you're basically a god, what does that mean? How do how do you function as a person? Like they show like they show Natasha who is not a god, she's just an assassin. By but they, any means. But they show her like they show the school that she grew up in. She grew up in like a KGB assassin school where she like 
had to learn ballet and martial arts, and then they taught her to murder people. And you find out that, like, she basically was, like, they uh, they forced her to have a hysterectomy so that she wouldn't have to worry about ever having kids, which was the only thing that would be more important than a mission would be her desire to create life, so they take that away from her. And, like... Still it's, not a compelling character by any means. I thought I thought, I thought so, but uh, I've always liked Mike Widow. Empathy in you, um, and they show Tony Stark's fear of like that. And Tony Stark's is I thought was super interesting because when you're the smartest man in the world, his fear is that he will not have done enough to stop the world. To that ultimately, no, his fear is that all his friends will die. Well, he showed all his friends say, but he says he's like, I didn't do enough. He's like, right. I didn't do everything I possibly could, and because of that, not only my friends died, but everybody died. I think the like, assumption is that if the, if the Avengers died, the world's fucked. Yeah, no, so. but his, no. But what messed him up was not so much the world, the fight, aliens came back. It was that his friends were dead, and he there, and he felt them die, and that yeah. he was the only one that survived, and that he survived when everyone else is dead. Well, he, he, would, he would be the only reasonable survivor, I think. Yeah. So, so and the so one. exactly, and so aside from Hulk, I don't know how you kill Hulk. You don't kill Hulk. Well, just he just like fuck this and jump to the moon or something. Well, well evidently we'll you there. can't kill Hulk, but you can beat him down now. Yeah. So, and that's the that whole well, fight. Tire him out. I yeah. It's so the part where he's punching him, he's like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep." That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. But I mean, that whole thing of showing and like you learn a lot about these characters, like Hawkeye. The dumbest Avenger, way more interesting. No. Way more interesting now. We'll see. You like learn all about him and like that he has like grew up in a forest stealing from the rich to give well, to the poor. You learn that he actually has a family. Like he's a yeah. super family guy, and he has like a he has a, a like a small house in the middle of nowhere that he set up with essentially with Nick Fury, so that like when he signed on to work for Shield, he's like he, you gotta take care of my fucking yeah. Family. He's like you need to put my family somewhere secure. It has to be off Shield files. No one can know about them, and I can just go there whenever I want. He has kids, and suddenly, like you see this guy Hawkeye, who you're like, well, he's just this lame who ass guy, a shit about him. and you're like, oh my god, like he's you're like he's a dad, he's a father, like that still doesn't he has make him wife. cool or compelling, yeah. but at it's all. but it makes him, it's it's a, it makes him it makes very him, brave, yeah, because but he is just kind of a normal guy who no, can he shoot is things just really a well, normal guy who can shoot stuff really well. Well, so that's, can Romanov. She's like a god She's with a, a normal person too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is they're they're still not compelling. Just because they can do one thing well, I can poop really well. I'm <laughs> a superhero now. But that's the thing is that it's not just about the, your powers make you compelling. It's who you are as a person. And you have this guy who's like he has a family. He could not go. He could not go out and like work for Shield. But he he feels like it's what he has to do. And so how does that affect his family? Think about it, like then after that moment, they did so well. It, it was they did such a great job. Because in the final battle, you're like you're sitting there like I hope Hawkeye doesn't die. Because if Hawkeye dies, like his family's gonna lose him, and that's like maybe oh, I'm no, just a sympathetic for the loser. Of people who no, I thought died. I thought that was well done, but that's I mean those are all good points of the movie, and I think they did a good job with that. But I still think there's just a lot of flaw. It's like it wasn't the story that was a problem; it was just the execution. I always have problems with execution in these movies. So yeah, <laughs> there were some things that there was some the romance between Hulk and her just pissed me off so much. That Hulk was weird. Who? Hulk and Black Widow. Bruce Banner and Black Widow, yeah. They, they have this like together. they have this like random fledgling romance that just happened. Like it's not even because you don't see it at the end of the Avengers at all. Maybe I mean there's a little bit of she retrieves him, I guess. I don't know if that was planned from the start or Well, whatever. it's like this weird thing, so like she they call it the lullaby, but she is the only she can bring she can him out of Hulk form. Somehow. She that can like bring him so fucking dumb. Well she can like reach him and bring him out of his Hulk form and Well, stuff, you kinda so. see that before. I mean you don't see it actually happen, but you sort of get the inkling that it could, right, when they're in the aircraft carrier. And he's trying to kill her, and then she's yes. like, don't, and he's like, 
Okay, and then <laughs> runs Thor somewhere shows up. Yeah, but, but but later in the movies, they can communicate with the Hulk later, and it's not just her. Oh yeah, now he can talk with the Hulk. Now the Hulk can talk, and he can right. No, he no, can't talk. talk no, you had to, he talked at the end of the. He Avengers. just he just grunts. Yeah. Well, I he says Hulk smash and puny. Yeah, he, I mean, he can't have Yeah, but that that I mean, he I, talks I, like a caveman. Yeah. yeah. But 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 I'm saying like even though there's the part in Natasha where he's like okay like friend, he also like eventually. Becomes friends with all the Avengers too, where he doesn't fight them either. But yeah. I thought that I thought to fuck any of them. I thought the romance was like uber weird. Giant you can't fuck any of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the the romance was okay. I thought that I think may have been a little bit of a stretch, but that gets again that gets to 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 Bruce Banner's biggest fear, which is I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Like he says, and they make a great illusion. Because they're gonna do a fucking Planet Hulk movie someday. Oh yeah! But the, like they, he says like they're talking, and she's just like, and it's so weird because apparently they make Natasha out to be a real kind of nympho in the movie, where she's like basically she's like, I want you to fuck me, Bruce. Like she keeps she keeps saying all this stuff. And she's like she like says all these like really dirty things to him. There's some really funny and also super dirty stuff in the movie. Um, but there's part where like they're at Hawkeye's ranch because it's like their safe house after they get the shit beat out of them, and they're. And they talk, and he, he's just like, he was just like, I'm leaving. He's like, I'm going to kill somebody because I can't control myself. And she's like, I'm going to come with you. He's like, let's just just bring together. He's like, no. He says, and this is why I think they're going to do Planet Hulk. He says, in what world? Or he's like, where in this world am I going to be able to exist? He's going to go, they're going to do Planet Hulk movie. It's going to happen. We'll it's totally going to happen. We'll see. But, yeah, the, I mean, all that stuff is just like, you know, you've got like Captain America... His his isn't so much fear as just the pain uh, that he remembers. Of the Soviet Union rising. Well, no, the pain that he remembers <laughs> of the fact that he loved Peggy Carter and he and basically got frozen in ice for seventy years and then she died. The so things I feel like that shouldn't actually affect a person. Well, not that a much. person like you. Well, no, it just what control did he have over that? How can it possibly? I can understand. It's like, damn it, like that was. I wish that that could have happened. You have a whole new world. Well, it just it, the whole point was that it played up the fact that like because he lost all the people that he loved and he had, he he couldn't help them because he was frozen. That's why he doesn't like throughout the show. He's like no one dies ever again. Like he yeah. he is he is diametrically opposed to Tony Stark because Tony Stark is like out like he created Ultron and because of Ultron the whole like stop a war before it happens thing was this whole big deal. Yes, and his whole thing is like no like throughout the rest of the movie he's like no one like we. Tony's like, well, we can destroy this planet. We can destroy the floating city, and it'll save the planet. And like Iron Man's like, not our, not Iron Man. Captain America's like, not until everyone's off. And everyone's like, what? Well, like, no they, one dies ever. Well, they Iron, have, Iron, fuck, not Iron Man. And they have that discussion, America. like Black Widow and him talking. She's like, okay, everyone up here versus everyone down there. We have to blow the rock. And she, and he's like, no, we're not going to do that. And then. Um, <clears throat> And he and they, I don't. He's he's basically saying like there has to be another way and blah 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 and like that. Kind he didn't of even stuff. say. And he even said he's like if if we pull the rock we die too. And Black Widow's like oh I guess that's what's going to happen. There's a lot of fatalism in this movie where all the Avengers are like if we die we die. <laughs> like well, but because they're facing an enemy that they've never faced before. Well, that's the thing. It's not even like he was. They were. They always. They beat him multiple times. I don't know. It just Ultron. What I didn't like Ultron. I, I loved I Ultron. Didn't I, was Ultron was so funny to me. Well, he was he's, funny. He's Tony Stark's personality, but like with a megalomaniacal uh, like AI. It. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. So I I liked him a lot. I don't. I didn't. I didn't like him as a bad guy. I don't think he packed enough weight. I, they should have just fucking done Thanos. And then I didn't like Vision. I don't know. 
It's 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 Thanos and then Galactus and that's well the, the, end, the end credit is him going well fuck you guys like he's like I'll do it I'll do it myself because reaching like, Infinity yeah, yeah. He's he, like, he takes the gauntlet a gem gauntlet well because he's got like eight tries yeah it's like every movie literally has a stone that doesn't go to him right well yeah it's Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy even though, even the first Thor where he's trying to get the Tesseract which is another the Tesseract star. Is yep. the it doesn't star. he doesn't get that it, how many there's five there's four there's six of them but four of them have been shown yeah. So we're missing two. How's that fit a fucking gauntlet? Uh, one on each, each knuckle, knuckle, one in the middle. One on the thumb, one in the middle. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's... Because it's the red... The red, the, the soul gem from the dark... Like the dark Thor. It's the mind gem. There's the blue Tesseract. The Tesseract. There's the purple one. from Guards of the Gas. There's the four ones that are Yeah. Out. So they... Um, yeah, so I don't... I, I thought that was super interesting. And I, I like this one, I think, more than the first event. Ah. Your smirk is just like... You're just like, God, you're so dumb, Steve. But no, no Ken, that's, that's, You don't agree with Ken. It's not dumb. It's just like, I knew this was going to happen. No, it's just that... So the first Avengers, I loved that movie. It, like, blew my hair back the whole time. But uh, there were certain parts where it drug, I thought, were the part where they have to go capture Loki... And then, like, where they have Loki hidden, held, like, held in, held in the helicarrier and stuff like that. There were certain parts. I also just, like, the with the whole Loki pokey stick thing where he's tapping it on people's hearts and he's like, ah, yes, I'm the trickster. And he takes over people's minds. That, like, that, it's still, it was a really good movie. But visually, I love the idea much more of an AI, of a self-replicating AI seeking perfection and attempting to destroy the entire human race. That just, to me, is more appealing out of the just villain. space guys who show up in the last ten minutes, yeah, with and have weird space magic with Loki pokey stick and stuff like that. Like that to me, well, that's not space magic; it's infinity magic. Yeah, that that to me, it's not that Avengers like the first one was a worse movie. I just liked this one more, and I'm probably gonna see. The, I'll probably see it again with you if you go next weekend. If if we want to go together, it's, I have the same problems as Captain America too. I just I feel like they 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 start grasp trying to try to make these like. There's a fine line between, like, oh, we're going to make the Dark Knight and have these, like, really introspective, like, like hardcore questions in each of these movies. And yes. We're going to really dig deep into the questions. And kind of like you're saying, like, they're posing on the questions on, you can see the characters and who they are and, like, humanity versus not humanity and all this stuff. Yeah. There's a fine line between that and then, like, actually, like, having the movie be, like, a superhero movie. Yeah. You know? And, and at some point you start losing, I feel like once you get into the depth too much, you start losing, like, Thor. Like, Thor, like, fights... Is just a mindless thug, and then he runs away, dips into a pool of magic water, and is like, oh, "I have seen the light." And then goes and he's the one that he's the, he's the reason why Vision comes to life is because they cut the power source to the casket while Vision's being created, so that he can't upload. He can't upload, so he can't and Thor just like flies in and just like, like hammer charges it, and he's like, "I have seen the gods. This is it." He communed with the water spirits. Actually, that's what happened. I hate There's a pool of Vision. <laughs> I don't know. It's just stuff like that. So like that part, and then. They just wanted... They needed to get the shirt off shot for that guy, right? Well, he just... Yeah. I thought like, Thor was totally marginalized in that movie. Yeah. He didn't do Jack. He didn't do a lot. And then, uh, I mean, it's... Of course, they're going to play up the people who and then, are cool. And then you had the forced, like, love interest between, like, Romanoff and okay, Bruce the, Banner. Black Widow. They yeah. should be there. And so, like... And that was just... It was just so forced. So, it just is like... They're just trying to force this conflict so hard that I just feel like the characters didn't... Really work, come out. Really come out, level. yeah. And instead of having, like... A movie about I don't know as I said I'm big into like here's a starting point here's destiny like here's team forming here's the powers coming here's the growth and then here's the ultimate like epicness at the end and to and me the convergence of all the things happening it kind of was just like shit happened shit happened conflict 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 they never resolve any of their issues like Captain America they're all still scared no of well no like Captain America still 
doesn't like what Iron Man did. Iron Man doesn't like what Captain America's thoughts well, are. Well, they have to have it that way. I know, because of Civil War, War coming. Well, but when you see them at the end, they talk, and, like, in terms of their issues, like, so, yeah, the things Do that they have... they have Sharma on the Flying City? Oh, <laughs> they, no. They don't... That would be so it good. just... It just... The, like, Captain... So, Captain America all of a sudden is okay with, like... He shouldn't be okay with what's happening, and at the end of the day, he just is, so that the story can continue. Well, There's no, just a he, lot of that. He like talks to Tony, and he's kind of like, "Well, I don't agree with how it happened, but it kind of it worked out." But one of the things, in terms of like their person, their personal conflicts with each other, those don't necessarily get resolved, and that's why you see a lot of people kind of go their own directions at the end of the movie, like uh, like you have Tony Stark, who basically sounds like from they weren't they weren't certain of it, but like they didn't say it explicitly. But it seems like he's just doing. He's not going to be an Avenger anymore. Like he's, he's not. The only he's, Avengers are the ones in the at the end that you saw at the end. And he so he says he, like Thor goes back to Asgard, which he can come back anytime he wants to. But you have, um, you know, you've got Natasha and Steve. You've got Captain America and Black Widow are running Shield now, and it's Nick the, Fury. It's no like, longer Shield. It's just the Avengers. Yeah, it's the Avengers. You've got uh, Iron Man, who's basically like I got it. He like he like they talk and. Captain America's like, well, I'm gonna, like, I am gonna miss you. Like, obviously, we don't see the eye. I, like, I'll miss you. And but he's like, I have. He's like, I obviously just need to tap out. Like, I created Ultron. All this stuff happened. He he's, better come back for the third movie. Well, I hope. Hopefully, he does, and I think he will. But that, there's a lot super up in the air right now. The middle, right? Well, there's they were saying that there might be an Iron Man four, but there was no guarantee. So. I hope there's not. And then he comes back for Avengers three, and then it can be. He'll be in Civil War, so that's, that's the next true. thing. Yeah, why? Hmm. And yeah. so he, so like he's all leaving, and then the Hulk is like on a jet and just flies away. Like you mean Bruce Banner? No, Hulk is on the. He like oh, he's, he's on the top. He's like no, he's, he's inside, inside in one of the Quinn jets that they have. They're like their Avengers oh, jet. No. And yeah, and it has it has Stark stealth technology. So because it's got Stark te- stealth technology, they can't track it. So he like turns the stealth on, and he's like, "I'm just gonna fly away, sad and sadly over the ocean ah. to go somewhere to an island where he can't get exactly. fucking hurt anybody." So where on this world, uh, the oceans are generally undiscovered. Maybe yeah. you should try out there, dumbass. So so yeah, the, that's the thing is like those conflicts, they're interpersonal conflicts. Don't get resolved, and that's why a lot of people. It's not, go but, their it's own not way. Even, but it's not even interpersonal conflicts. It's actual ideology. Like, like Captain America literally tells Stark he shouldn't have done that. Stark does it, and the Captain America's like, okay. Captain America just, just pauses. He could just be one of those. But people it's, but it's, like, but it, what can I do? Well, to well that's what I'm it. saying. It's not just that though. It's like that that happens constantly. But it's like, well, we just have to go with it because that's just how the story flows. Yeah. And then a character like Vision, char- Vision characters are the one that piss me off the most. Like I already, <laughs> I already had a problem with. Like Thor is like whatever still, but are, Thor's like, Thor's already the Thor's already the or? resident god here, right? That can't yeah. die, and we have like Hulk, the resident god that can't die. He's not god, you know. But he's basically god for all the purposes. Powerful dudes. Now we've got like Vision, the next new resident god that's even stronger and has mind fuck powers now too, and right. can shoot a beam and, from his face and can face through objects. And can face, and yeah, he's just, him he's, out he's, a part he's of the molecular just, level. Literally, like, like his intro scene is is um. Uh, this is Dr. Manhattan. He literally is just Dr. Manhattan, but red. And he's like, floats through the sky, like, naked. He's just like, he's okay looking through the sky. You're gonna like him. Well, I, I, I also think, like, but he, reasonably like, speaking, there's no fucking way they're gonna be once, Thanos without once, someone once, like Yeah, I know, but once they made him, it's like, all intents and purposes, Ultron was over. Like, you just knew Ultron wasn't gonna win. You knew it was, I mean, uh, you know because it's the movie, but, like, that's, that's why, like, the anxiety there, the... The pressure there at the end, the just, bad guy, just wasn't there. Left in the it wasn't there. That. Yeah, there just wasn't anything there. And, like, they have this fight with him on this floating planet, and you're like, oh, I don't know, this is never in doubt. I mean, they had a lot of cool action scenes where, like, literally they got an army of 
robots and it's like a slow-mo like that was really cool really well done where they're like defending this temple because the temple has the key to the machine in there and they just literally just wreck it they just wreck everything in the area and ultron gets his ass kicked like that's what i'm saying like you just knew that he didn't stand a chance on top of that scarlet witch so afraid of scarlet witch and quicksilver were just dumb well they should not have been in that movie they shouldn't. I mean, they're... they needed they needed Scarlet Witch because that was the trigger well, for all the the, the fear yeah. part. But like they the they had they Quicksilver was there. Like, man, why not? They well, had these... brother and sister. I understand that, but still, man, why not? Well, I know. Man. Well, he was Chris was so useless that he gets killed at the end. Like, good. Yeah, Ultimate Soul. Yeah, he's he gets he's dead. <laughs> like, he's, I was not surprised. I, I, I was feel, I was surprised that they would do that. I was I was not. I wish that they him. had saved Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver like a real movie for them. With Magneto, I get the whole right. like they're like, Russian they're too, dad. but just just yeah. their like so Russianness over Magneto, there. Like I'm Russian. I'm from the Slovakia. Like they're that's from, literally they're Polish. They're from a new town here, from like slow like Slovenia or something. I'm like I just spit all over. Well, fucking uh, Magneto was and they're like Polish. I thought hmm? it was a Polish. Yes, movie. they're not Magneto's children in this movie. Well, they're, it's of not course they're not. That they no, they're, not, they're, not. they're not. They're they not. They can't be because of the rights. X-Men the rights. They're not. They're Janus. just two children. They're two twins. They're enhanced, quote unquote. They're two children that got enhanced by the by genetic modification. But like, yeah. So like, they they just get added in, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, we're part of the Avengers now." Like. We're just gonna suit up and fight with them, and I don't know. They have this whole thing where like they were against the Tony Stark. They were initially like the Tony Stark missiles that blew up my dad and my mom. I am the pissed off. Like they're Mario. Yeah, they're Italian now. But that that, that that was my whole point though. They just they were really shallow characters that had no character depth. They just were in there. They just wanted to, to show move off the story the along. For them, yeah, like yeah. Quicksilver is this god too that literally beat everybody multiple times. You know, he was interesting because when you saw him in Days of Future Past. They made him seem a lot more powerful, and in uh, in the Avengers movie, like he's fast, but he like punches people, and they're just like, "Why did I just get punched?" Like they, he can't instead actually... of just like Infinity punching yeah. them, and their skull crunches in. Like, yeah, like, all that everyone else sees is just their head explodes. Yeah, like he like runs by Captain America and punches him in the face, and Captain America like falls and then just gets up and he's like, "Oh, I just got punched. Why?" Like. It almost is like whereas yeah, not it, like time stopping like walking. Was that Quicksilver in like, Days of Future Past? Yeah, mm-hmm. Quicksilver was in Days of Future Past. So which they is, screwed that up too because well, that's Magneto's two separate uh, yeah. studios, right? That's yeah, exactly. MCU. So they were just they were different. No, not Marvel, but just like like X Men lore. Like, why is Quicksilver? He's I, in X Men lore. He is an X Men lore because he's Magneto's child. But yes. Magneto is there. He Ma- Quicksilver is with Magneto it, it, in the elevator. Weird, it's a weird rights thing where like Marvel so if Magneto, had the ability yeah. to use Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch only of the X Men because there are X Men that are part of the Avengers. If I remember correctly, like yeah, some of them show up. I don't know. If Wolverine is, is is he a part of the Avengers? Avenger? Uh, he's one of the Avengers at one point. The Avengers cast rotates continuously. Yeah, but. I don't know. I know. It just. I just. I'll. I'll see it. The I movie. Know, like, be interested to see whose whose side I fall on. But, well, then the movie yeah. was good. Like the, them trying to solve it out those personal issues, the conflicts. Those are all really good. That I like that. I didn't say I didn't like the movie. Like I actually, as I fall in line with like the Rotten Tomatoes, like I'm a good like. Is this seventy five percent? Whereas like the first Avengers, I was like, this is a good ninety eight percent here. Yeah. Like for Avengers, I liked almost all the movie, but there are just certain parts of the movie what they always do when sequels come in, where the budget gets big, the cast gets too large. Like, the plot gets really unravelly, and there starts becoming, like, inconsistencies in the plot that I just don't like, you know? And you start taking away from the characters, like, certain... I don't know, like, I, as I thought, I actually like Thor to an extent. I think Thor is just, like, a... 
He didn't do anything in this movie but make crappy... Oh, also, this happens with all the movies, but I feel like the more the more sequels that come, the more hokey they get. Like, all their, like, witty one-liners. And the first time it was Walt I laughed a lot in that movie. They were funny at times, but... The, so the, the Avengers was, like... They were, like, perfectly timed. Like, Thor, like, just taking Loki and, like, smashing him to the ground. when Loki was like, I will crush you. Thor does, like, fucking just stop memory when he yeah. just grabs him, just smash him and throws him out the window. They had a couple times where, like... Like, Quicksilver's running and a bullet gets through his arm. And he's, like... He stops and he's like, Zvili, guys? He didn't say that at all. No, he literally, yes, he he literally says that. He turns around, he looks at the guy, and it's just like, he's, he non-verbally just goes, really? Like, oh, you yes. shot me when the guy, when your fucking captain said, don't shoot? Like, I guess, but, but like, yes, yeah, not, okay, not the how funniest moment like, in the movie. But there were a lot of those moments. Even I, the witty repartee moments were, like, not really that witty. I thought they were, they I were, don't know. Like, I Thor so had, the, oh, so many of these dumb, like, they had, they had like, a, like, whose girl is better contest between Stark and Thor. That was so, like, meh. That I thought was funny too. I don't know, maybe well, I was Pepper Potts obviously James Pepper Potts had like God powers. Well basically that, Well yeah, that they he yeah, Tony Stark fixed. Why'd they even give her powers in the first goddamn place? They shouldn't have. Yes. That's my 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 primary complaint with the Iron, Iron Man, Man movies. <laughs> with Iron Man three, but all the Iron Man movies because I just watched I don't like Pepper Potts. Well, all. I just rewatched Iron Man one and two. Cause I was trying to get through all the movies before I saw Avengers because I have that ultra cut and I only got like eight hours in. But out of twenty, but um, <laughs> but the in in Iron Man one, it drags a lot, and the main reason it drags during that Obadiah Stane fight is because of Pepper Potts, because Pepper gets involved and she leads the Shield to uh, Sector sixteen or whatever, and then she apparently becomes an idiot. She just turns into a dumbass. Like she's like she, you see her and she's like this confident woman. She she's like she basically runs Stark Industries. She's really smart. And then she gets in the situation, and she like they like bring the thing to pick the lock, like to blow the lock up. And she's like, "Oh, my card won't work." And then he like puts the the bomb on the door, and she's like, "Oh, what's that? Is that like a thing? Is it a thing that's like gonna pick the lock?" And they're she, just playing a the woman factor, was, which is dumb because well, that's yeah, alienating dumb. two women and drags the entire plot down. Like, and then in the second one, there's like like you have all these moments where like. Like, a lot of her stuff where she takes over Stark, especially towards the end. I don't know. It's just... It always ends up with... It wasn't as bad as in the second one. Um, but you always... Ultimately, it ends up being Pepper's Potts is in trouble and Iron Man has to save her. And that is annoying to me. And then in the third one, they give her powers and that she just saves the She saves down. him. No. It does, no. Dumb. She saves dumb. him. She just drags the whole thing down. And they, they give her these lines and they're these nonsensical things that, like... I don't understand. They're inconsistent across your character. Yeah, what a person would say that. You would I, say I think that in this I, situation. I just so think dumb. the Avengers movie could have been two movies, and I think it could have been like an Avenger versus event. Like they basically just—I mean, they were trying to start the Civil War there, basically. But they literally—I feel like if they just focus on the Civil War, fine, or they focus on fighting Ultron. But they try to merge together, and it, it, to me, just I kind of felt like I got two half movies. Yeah, they should have done Avengers v Ultron, and then had a whole movie for Exposition for Civil War. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of introspective feeling into Captain yeah. America three. Well, because they make—I mean, they make Ultron, and obviously, like Scarlet Witch is the the, the reason for it. he's he's scared. So Tony Stark makes Ultron, and then. Yeah, so then, like, Cap gets mad at him. They're like, okay, well, whatever, and we're going to deal with this. So then they spend half their time, and Ultron's like, such a, he's so great, and he's, like, this computer technology thing that can go and hack everybody, and we have all the keys, he has all this money, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm just, old, you know. And then... Well, the primary conflict of Civil War is between Iron Man and Captain America, and the thing is, is that, like, the, basically, after this, what they're going to get into is that 
Tony Stark created Ultron and he should not have created Ultron. And even he is like, he's like this weird thing where he's like, I know I shouldn't have done this, but I can't stop. And so they like, essentially they're like, he puts, uh, he starts proposing the, the registration act, the superhero registration act, which is going to basically force anyone with any kind of powers, right? To do, I know what this is. Yeah. But Captain America, his thing is like, even though Tony Stark created Ultron, even though he like defied Tony Stark or he defied everyone to create the vision, even though, like, everything that happens in Age of Ultron... He didn't is... defy it. Thor, like, was there, too. Well, yeah. But, like, but Tony defied Steve, defied Captain America. Iron Man defies Captain America in making the vision. Because Captain America's like, don't do this. He's like, I'm going to do it anyways. You want to well, fight about as it? As does Banner. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's exactly. not just... But, but the, they, they center that conflict between the two of them. The thing is, is that Steve always forgives Tony. Which, probably, he shouldn't. But he's just like... You know what? Like, I, it is this thing. As long like as it you worked said, out in the end. Yeah, that like, is this thing where he's like, "You shouldn't have done this," and then he's like, "Uh," eh. you know. But what's going to happen is now that Tony, Tony is going to be like, "We need to register everyone who has any kind of power. We need to stop this from ever happening again because that's what Iron Man is obsessed with." Because stopping America it from happening is just again. like enough. Yeah, I mean, Captain America is going to be like, "No, freedom for all," and also no one ever. I don't have again. a problem with that, and that's awesome. I'm not saying that that's exactly right. I know I don't know the that, and that's that awesome. But as I said, I'm I'm taking this from a pure just movie. Like I like all the the Marvel storyline is great. I don't have yes. no problem with that. It's like I'm in the movie theater and I'm watching it. And I'm trying to get the best experience and. And multiple points of the movie, it took me out of the movie experience by the the, the, the hokiness that comes out yeah. at times. Because you're like trying to be like serious moment. Oh, funny like funny line. Like oh, I'm the Russian guy. That's just ha ha ha. You know. And it, it's, I can't. I'm trying to think of like other really hokey stuff that happens. But there's just like multiple well, like. I'm, I thought the first movie was fucking hokey. I think generally Marvel movies have like yeah. a 25 percent hokey factor. Yeah. But I feel like in like the first Avengers, <laughs> it wasn't as serious. It was just like, hey, a cast of superheroes get together and they're just wrecking the town and we're just going at it. You know. And it's cool to see their interactions. And the hokiness can kind of fit in there. Like, this one, they're trying to make it... If you're going to make it really serious, like, you know, this is like, how dare you, Tony, make that? And and all this stuff on, like, the personalities right, and stuff. Thanks. I just don't think that you should have that hokiness in there if you're going to try to be really serious about it, right? Either be, like, a lighthearted action movie where it's just t- great action, great explosions, great fights, you know? And there's good, some good humor in there. Or make this, like, a really serious, like, hey... These are really hard issues we're tackling here, and it's really captivating because you're trying to see what happens. Then don't break up that moment with these random one-liners that come in there. Yeah. So it's like you've got that. They're trying to cater to too many people. Yeah, too we've many, got that, and then, and then the Black Widow versus Hulk too thing. It just, it, I think like every time I was like into the movie, and you want to find out more, it just took me out by having some random thing that happened, and I was just like, what? Like, the Romanoff-Hulk banner thing. Eventually you're like, what? Like, Thor flying off and just going into a pool of water to find the Mystic Vision... What? And he comes back and he's like, I've seen the gods, you know, and then... And that's that's the thing I'll say. My big, my biggest criticism of the movie is that... Um, is that you get into it and there's a lot of things that they basically are just like, you need to go with this. A right? lot of it, and yeah. Like, and like like the very beginning where they're, they're going after Baron Strucker and you're like, who's Baron Strucker? Well, Baron Strucker was like the chief person that they were chasing after in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But if you've not I've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I have not watched... And never will. And probably never will because the first... I, apparently it gets way better after the second season after S.H.I.E.L.D. actually gets Take destroyed. Two fucking seasons to do that, though. Yeah. It, but, does, like, it doesn't bother me that they have that because then he's just like a bad guy. But even... Oh, here's a reminder. Like, they're fighting him 
And he's like, alright guys, stand strong, we'll never surrender. And he's like, I'm going to surrender. You know? <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, it was so funny. It's funny, but it's out of place. But like, no, it's just really funny because it's this Russian guy and he's just like, never surrender, we will destroy them. And he's like, I am going to surrender. <laughs> like, I it's thought still, that was funny. It, it, it's very like, I thought it was funny. I, no, no, it, it, is, it is, it's not that it's not funny, but it's just like, I'm talking from a pure movie going experience, you know? Yeah. If they're like, smart, they will get to Avengers 3 and they will take the Hulk out of it. The best make it completely serious because that should be the last movie. Right? Like, yeah, I, I, well, I there's just, two parts. I, I feel like you do it. You do it two ways. Jesus. You have movies like the Save Avengers, the, the Hulk for the first part, yeah. then, and then you have the last part. Just you will, you have movies like the Avengers where it's it's designed like it's Fury Seven, it's explosion, it's it's supposed to be less plot driven, more about the awesomeness that just happens on screen. Like that movie is just like constant awesomeness. Like all the cameos, all the events that happen, all the yeah. fights. It's just awesome after awesome, after awesome. It's not really like really deep right they just band it together they're fighting and they're trying to show each other up it's like really cool you can have lightheartedness in there you can have stuff like Transformers or, you know just movies like that you can do that or you want to be like The Dark Knight which is like really serious right Yeah. but it's like really deep and you're wrapped in just knowing what's going on and wrapped in like just the the the, the the deepness that's not the right word but you know the just philosophy the philosophy of it, of it right and like what's going on and trying to figure out like where the movie's going and how it's happening and like understanding the character's motivation like there's that but I just feel like it was like a combo poo-poo platter of both at some point in time and I feel like when you try to do that it gets really weird yeah I think that I mean the way that they do it like they kind of do both and I personally like that I can see why you don't like it but the problem with the DC line so Dark Knight did it super well but Man of Steel did it terribly. Man of Steel was like supposed to be this super dark, gritty movie, and it's like, what does it mean if you're a god among men, and how do you function in a society, and oh, there's all these other people, is it right to kill, et cetera, et cetera, and it gets so deep and dark that it's not, it becomes not, well, very, they, well, it's they, not very fun. They did and, yeah. it. Well, they did, but so they, they did start contriving poor. things. Well, so they did, they did it poorly, but like, we have an example of it done well, right? And that's what yeah. I'm looking for I if would, I'm going to do that way. If I'm gonna, Just because Superman did it poorly doesn't mean that you need a every dark and deep storyline needs to have interjection of like comic lightheartedness because Superman did it poorly you know I'll interject and say I don't think the Batman movies were all that deep I think that's people just saying that not well it's not like deep but like it was a serious movie and at no point in time did like Batman just like I guess there was the comicness from Batman the Joker the by, the nat- by the nature well, of Joker. Bruce Wayne but also did Joke Racket too but you don't see him that much it's just every time he showed up he said something stupid but that's that's his persona part of his character yeah, yeah so yeah, so I mean, I definitely, I, I definitely and agree I, with you. I that. just think, I just think, I could have done without Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Like if they had I found done without, if they Black found Man another way, Hawkeye. if they had found another way to do the movie without them, like I feel like they easily still could have preyed on their fears, right? It could have just been Tony straight up having yeah. PTSD and having that be a problem. So I feel like, like Scarlet Witch, laser well, PTSD. but Iron Man three is about PTSD, yeah. so they yes, would just but be you could have the, the end. Yeah, you could have that drag on, right? I mean, there's no reason it couldn't have been that. You didn't have to have, but but I they think, just wanted them in there for the effects. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just feel like they didn't need to be in the show. Like they didn't. They were, and then she joins the Avengers later. But I just feel like their role—they're good from bad guys to good guys—and they don't really do to me. I just wish they weren't there. I wish that the the Natasha and Bruce like story wasn't there. I thought that was weird. They tried to overcomplicate it. Yeah, just or, make it or, a fucking or, fight. Or even, or even, as I said, I always hate like do this machina stuff. Like I just, I've always told you that, right? Like Captain America's like no one dies. And everyone's like, really? Are you sure? Like, uh, there's people on here, and we're in a floating thing. And Captain America's like, no, no one dies, which is an impossible request. 
There's no way to save the planet without destroying this and everyone has to die. Unless. Unless Nick Fury happens to get one of those super battleships and just flies in there. It's like, hey guys, look what I dug up from the archives. Like, da na 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 airship. Like, and they were able to evacuate everybody off the thing, you know? Oh, so I it's like. I hate that. I hate doing sex. Whoa. Like, so now they can make Air America be okay and still blow everything up like Iron Man wanted. So yeah. somehow everything's all hunky dory. It's like, that stuff, that's the stuff that takes me out of it because I'm sitting here going, like, oh, okay. It was awesome. Like, they're gonna save the planet because he's gonna destroy it. They're gonna do something cool. Like, tough decisions have to be made here. No, they don't. <laughs> I mean, what did you expect to happen? Did you think that the Avengers were gonna let ten thousand people die? That would have been good conflict. I would have no thousands of people that died in the first like. If you really, if you really want to, wolf, like, if you really wanted to force the the Iron Man's uh, Captain America conflict, that would have been a perfect time to have a decision be made. Yeah, either and that would either, be the perfect time to concrete those. Either everyone saves or everyone dies, but they got the half ground where everyone saves and the thing got the, and the thing got blown up before destroy the world. You know, so it's like perfect timing here. That that just you know. Ooh. Oh, it's still meant to be like. It's a PG thirteen movie, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's more, at the end of the day. It's oh, but they're murdering people left and right in like all these other parts of the show and the movies. I you know, know, but like, that's that's like our buildings are blo- buildings are being like, blown up. Yeah, everyone in this plane is about to crash into a building. You kind of shit, you know. I just I just feel like stuff like that kept taking me out of the movie, and so as I said, I liked the movie, I liked all the stuff, but like I, I kept getting pulled out of the movie, you know, and it kept. Breaking my sense of like moviness, you know. Uh, I just want to be into the movie. In immersion. I, I want to be immersed, yeah. and I want to feel like I'm following the story. Feel like the story is growing. Feel like there's like a sense of like, you know, like that climax is approaching, right? And you're gonna hit that climax of every. That's in any story, any book, right? That's just the way you write things. You always have a climax somewhere in there. Yeah. And it's you're approaching there, and you build up, and there's gonna be an awesome apex of the story, and then there's the fallout and the way to solve it and all the other stuff. And just is like you're building, you're building, like drop because like Hulk comes in. You're building, you're building, Natasha. Like it's not even climax. It's just like I'm trying to like. Well, it's local maximums, right? It's just, it's just <laughs> yeah. It's just pulling me down, man. It's just pulling me down. I'm yeah. just trying to get into it, and, and then I felt like the climax just wasn't as impactful because, you know, well, you've, it you've just kind of cocked I don't know. Maybe movie. it's like with every movie. I'm trying to think what happened with the Batman and. Um, Superman. So, so in the Dark Knight, at the end of the day, it's not like all those people die on the boats because at the end of the day, all stand up, right? And yeah, and stop it just it. gets like super intense because you don't know if Batman. There's not like well, a because they, they have like the boat that's full of the prisoners, right? The, pris- the prisoners end up not doing it because so, so that's actually a, so that's that's a great like humanity rises up thing. So I could respect that, but even in Batman, like he loses his that what's her face gets killed. Because yeah. he chose the wrong place. And exactly. that was just like a really, you yeah. know, well, decision-making that's, moment. that's impactful consequences, less impactful decision-making. Right. Like, I'm sure, like, absent the helicarrier, that scene obviously gets more interesting. You know, It gets more interesting, should... but it, could alm- it would almost end up being a downer. Because when you're there, you don't want all those people to die. Like, as obviously a viewer... Not, but I, you uh... also have to, like, then force people to think about the decision of, like, 10,000 people in a flying thing versus billions of people right yeah make someone actually care about that choice instead of just like are they gonna do it of course they're not gonna do it it's fucking superhero well here's the thing too if they had killed all those 10,000 people I guarantee you the first thing people would have said is doesn't S.H.I.E.L.D. have an entire army of helicarriers that could have come and rescued those people S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone 
But those their assets yeah, remember, are still there. Remember no, the they, end of that movie where all the helicarriers they got all got destroyed. destroyed. This oh, happened to be another one that yeah, got rebuilt right. in the shadowy underground. That another oh, one it was, was just like a leftover. The, the prototype or something. I don't know. Whatever. But just you know, I don't know. It's yeah. It's or or, or, or had any or any expectation say, that that would happen? But well, they're like, we gotta have no impactful even even in the beginning in the movie they run to this place they're like we gotta evacuate everybody so they knew what was happening right so you could have had them evacuate everybody successfully or had like more people got off it had had the superheroes do something don't have Nick Fury fly in with a flotilla of ships to come save the day Jackson's gotta do some acting to make that money yeah Okay, we've spent a long time. Okay, so we've so it's a really great movie. Let's talk to geek news chicks. We actually don't have that much time. Yeah, we'll talk about it uh, more next week when you see it as see it as, and we'll hear we'll hear your thoughts. Um, and just to, just to put the clear, I did like the movie. Okay, Steve Middle always makes it seem like <laughs> I hate Marvel. I like the I movie. I think you're overly critical. That's all. And I think you're an overly like overly fanboy. Fan yeah, so. nothing can do wrong here. Right? Where will I sit in the middle? Yes, the great middle. The, great the thing middle. is, I'm not. I'm like that with every movie I see. I feel yeah, like it's are. not just. I'm critical. You're not. You know, you're a very critical movie viewer. You always like. It's not even, I mean, that's not a bad thing. It's you're, not even a movie viewer. I I want to be entertained. I want stories. Okay, so I want. <laughs> I've gotten an email to my work email. Don't know how they got my email. Forward, comma, dreaming of fucking tonight? <laughs> Send me a fuck friend request so we can hook up. So what you're saying is you're using that porn on your work From laptop. a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use my work email for anything. How did, I don't know. So <laughs> I gotta, you gotta turn the anti-China fucking filter up. I can just see like, someone in your office is like, while you're on your lunch break, is just using your laptop to look up porn or something. I don't have a work laptop. They have to be uh, in my work, desktop. Like he's in your cube, just like, jacking <laughs> yeah, off the gay like, porn. With two different computers, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, Capping off, capping off the Ultron discussion for now, it made four hundred twenty-five million dollars in a single oh, yeah, day. Yeah, it made two hundred twenty million international, like day one. Yeah, and that it's was huge. It's well on the track to two billion dollars. I don't know about that, but it just depends on the staying power. Like, really, what happens with these movies is the big releases have this huge opening day. Then, really, is, if the movie's good, they'll keep going. Like more people will oh, keep watching it, that. and so the real question is, what happens? Is the is critical it, response is that no, that's what it, the, the movie wasn't. As good, as and that's the thing. That's really what happens. Is if enough people like it, they'll keep watching it, and it depends on like what you're what you're telling. Like we'd all see it no matter what. But if I tell, you know, if Gina she came with you, <laughs> I'm just I'm having a hard time. <laughs> they can hear that on the mic. Well, fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> all right, you're right there, Ken. Uh, now you lost my train of thought. What okay. was I was saying? Something you were saying that it'll keep going if it grows as well. Yeah, like, so if I were to tell someone who's kind of on the fence, right? So I might say, I don't know, like, I liked it, but not as much as the first one. They may not go, you know? Yeah. All right, so we'll get, we will revisit that next weekend in the final wrap-up discussion. Um, and let's talk about some of the Geek News stuff for this week. Skipping politics, because yeah, it's kind of a light week. Much. I would like to talk about what's going on in Baltimore eventually, but it's not not the time. Maybe next weekend. Well, it, it needs to resolve itself a little more. It's, well, it's, it's just, just I just think it's, right there's now. just the same kind of, there's like a little bit of tension here between inequality and between race and inequality and, and poverty. Or not poverty. Yeah, once like, again, same old fucking story. Keeps like happening. class level, you know, and it's just happening again in Baltimore. Yeah, we'll keep it geek centered this week and we'll dig into it next week. Um, so Dragon Ball is getting a new anime series. Ciao. Dragon Ball Super. 
I just, okay, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. It's the first new one since GT, which apparently GT aired 18 years ago. That's what they say. I don't That's fucking not true. believe. It, I well, so I believe that from Japan. It aired in Japan, and then it aired for us like six years. That's after not true that. either. G. I'm pretty sure it's not. I, that might be like Dragon Ball. No, Dragon Ball. It GT. says every article that I've read about that has been like Dragon Ball is getting its first new series in 15 years. 18 so, years. 18 that years seems like a lie to me. Because that I, seems weird well, to me, Well, when you think but... about it, that's that's us being like six, seven years old. So yeah. that makes sense to me. By the time they localized it all and brought it all over, I mean, no, you were I'm watching saying. that it's... stuff at 10, 11. Yeah, it probably uh, took them a couple of years to finish off the series, getting it dubbed or subbed or whatever. And then... That's crazy to me. But... So, um, yeah, so it's going to take place. It's not It's not going to be, GT's not going to be part of the canon. It's going to take place right after the booth. Seven. Time. Ended in 1997. GT did? Yeah. Yeah. So that's about... It's been 18 years. That's 18 years. Um, but we didn't see it until after that, right? No, not so until the 2000s. It didn't come to America until the early 2000s. It's going to take place right after the Boo Saga. So did they just ignore GT altogether? It sounds like it. I'm not Are they going to have Boo be their sure. friend? Because that was awesome. I, I love Boo. In GT? Yeah. He's, 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 really, friend he's in GT? their fucking bud, dude. Oh my god. Like, he's it was like, the weird... I hope you fight against enemies, <laughs> The fat one was their friend. It was the weird... <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's really going to be really interesting. We're going to see more blue-haired Saiyans. I'm, I am on the hunt, officially, for the, uh, sh- the shittily subtitled... Uh, Resurrection F. Resurrection F, because I want to watch that shit. <laughs> Give me that purple I hair, that blue because hair. Because guess what's going to be coming to Xenoverse? The ability to become Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Really? Are they patching? They're patching it in. They're, yeah, I read that somewhere. They're. Gonna, I don't know if you, as a player, will be able to do that, but they're going to have that storyline be in Xenoverse. Awesome. God damn it! Yep. God DLC <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan DLC. Oh I, did, I think that needs to leave Dragon Ball alone. I don't know. This Akira Toriyama is working on this one directly. He's he's that's plotting funny. it. He's well, storyboarding it. You guys, GT happened because he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're like, then we'll do it without yeah. you. Yeah, I just <laughs> think it's the same thing with any. I mean, obviously this is based off a of shonen well, manga. It's, 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 it's class. It's class. Well, it's not anime. It's just the shonen manga. So like, Dragon Ball is just like Naruto, just like Bleach, just like fairy tale just like one piece they're all these they're they have these huge long runs and eventually you just run out of stuff to do really like yeah, we, we mock to see what the story we is. mock bleach and stuff i don't know like you probably haven't I, really I never really bleach. watched it but bleach like right now bleach is kind of like i probably read more man than you guys do it's kind of the joke of the community because it literally is the every new guy is a stronger power up and, yeah, yeah and but dragon ball started that oh, they are literally the start of the eternal spiral of fighting you know and I just well, and, but you gotta remember that that's that is completely corporate Bandai's fault. Like, Dragon Ball Z is supposed to end after Freeze Saga. That's when Toriyama was like, I think I've told all the story that I want to tell. Like, you have the legendary Super Saiyan exists now, and well, that's and all. This. I know that's and how it always like, goes. No, we need one more, and he's like, okay, well, I'll tell Gohan's story, right? I'll show Gohan becoming strong in his father's footsteps, fighting Cell. But then after that, like, it just gets off the rails. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it should. I just think it should stop because I start. For me, you start losing interest in these these stories because at one point it's like, okay, you just it's just the next power up after the next power up after the next power up, and it just. Like Naruto, at least at toward the end, they started getting to that phase, and then they're like, "Okay, no, we're just gonna." They cut off out. at a pretty reasonable. Time, yeah, I'd say. and you like Full Metal Alchemist, which is a great 
manga. One word, but that didn't happen in FMA. That's my point. You, you can know. do really good shonen without having to well, go into the power on war. On the flip side, though, that show didn't have a lot of longevity. It lasted two seasons or whatever. Right? But on purpose, so, though, like because they ended. That. Whereas but these guys keep going and they keep going. I will say going. though, my forays recently into anime have been disappointing to me. Not because of that, because they're too short. I get into these series, Kill a Kill, Gurren Lagann or whatever, that have like two seasons, and they end, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the rest of the show? You know? <laughs> it's not because the show's bad, it's just because I want more time with it, and I'm not yeah, getting it. Yeah, well, but that's... But that's the only other option you have, because two seasons is the perfect amount of time for you to spend to tell an entire story. Yeah. Well, that's an... Ani- so, like, most anime, they're 13, of course, 13 episodes, and the really good ones will get two, if it's an anime original, Right. So, like, Gurren Lagann wasn't based off a of manga. Gurren Lagann was just some dude who made Gurren Lagann. So yeah. he wanted to do it. That's the same thing with Bebop. Bebop wasn't, like, a manga that got put into an anime. Whereas, like, Dragon Ball was a manga that got put into an anime. Same thing with Naruto. They animated after. So they've got source material to work off of. Yeah. So for those people, they they're, they design it to be short. And if sometimes if they're good enough, they'll come up with more seasons and stuff. But I think it's good. That's the thing. is Kill a Kill or Gurren Lagann. Like, people are go ape shit for those. Like, those are Especially Gurren the Lager. best new animes to come out in but a I, long but, time. But I think... But, but they're I, two season count. But I think because of two seasons, even though we want more of it, you're, you, you, seven, you leave with it feeling good. Like, man, this is awesome and I want more. Whereas, I'm, like, tired of Dragon Ball. Like, I'm... See, here's my thing, though. I can't wait to see what this is going to be. It's going to be so dumb and I'm going in into it with negative expectations. Again, okay, well, yeah, so there's but, that, I guess. But there, there's a point where, like, like, I don't read Bleach anymore. Like, and that... I tried to read Bleach up until the point where he, like, gave up his powers and then had the weird, like, German... The Steinritter. Yeah, they like whatever. pit him and then a tournament. And, well, yeah, and I literally yeah. got to the point where he was about to get those powers. I'm like, I'm lost. I don't care about this anymore. He, I'll never read it again. It just like, <laughs> they fight the bad guy like he's the king of the Quincy's. And basically he just... Oh, what's his face? His dad or whatever. And he's got a letter for like, he's got this elite corpse of German like super troops who each have separate superpowers and each have, they are given a letter of the alphabet. A oh, through Z. Shazam. And they're basically just like, I'm A and I am like Atomic Man and I am B and I am Blaster Boy. Like, that is literally what they went into every single week. And I was just like, this is just stupid. You 26 get into, episode, 26 enemies. You just, you just start Enemy losing... I just start losing interest because you start the... When there's no end in sight... I feel like you run out of material. And that's the same with TV shows, too. Like, like how much your mother or something like that. You just run out of material. Yeah, you start to run out. You just run out of material. So maybe two is too short, but I think, like, what they do where they extend it so long, because it just feels like they're trying to milk it out of you. Well, I, I would... The thing well, we've is, said before that four to five seasons is about the best for any show. I think that's the best time if you want to tell two stories, right? I still think, like, I'll, I'll say I would like three seasons with the third season being slightly worse than the first two, just to have the right amount of time that I'm watching something. Because two seasons, I got through that in like two days. I finished those seasons for Kill I Kill and for Grunlog in like two or three days, and I was like, this is it. Like, this is a, I, this had my attention entirely the whole time, and now it's gone. What do I fill it with? This void. You know? Well, oh, yeah, I mean, and that's a problem I had, but I'd rather have that void than just, you know, See, I, I'm willing to lower my standards and just immerse myself in shit because I also don't actually watch shit a lot of the time when I'm watching stuff. Like, I will have Vikings on and I'm doing something on my laptop. Yeah. I, well, I mean, coming from me, I read these really shitty fantasy books just because <laughs> I've, I burn through the good stuff yeah. and I'm just sitting here. I, I don't know. At the same time, like, even though two seasons is really short, some of the best animes like were Bebop. one season. Bebop was one season. T- that was two seasons. 
Bebop was two. 26, oh. 26 episodes. Yeah, I guess that's true. I one think, season America. Yeah, one season America, two seasons. Two, what'd you, what'd it's you called call a core, yeah, C-O-U-R. Yeah. Each anime's originally designed as one core, though you get some that are big enough sure. that they'll do two cores. That's um, it's French. I'm trying to remember what the... It's like cohort. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's supposed to be. It's supposed to follow the. It's just if you do one every week, right? It's Fifty-two just divided by four. Yeah, it's thirteen exactly. So I mean, yeah, Bebop was one core, two core was two. It was two it's twenty-six episodes. So, so one core is thirteen. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you know, Bebop was two cores, and Tri, uh, Trigon two cores. Cool. It's Outlaw Store, uh, Outlaw Star two cores. So, well, but that's, that's the thing is that you you like those a lot. I hate most of those. You love Bebop. Bebop is great. Trigon sucks, and Outlaw Star. See, I like yeah. those. I love all three. I like of those. those. I those. But that's so. So for things fought. that are so for things that are just anime, like original anime yeah. series, those are usually designed with one core, two core. And if they, you if they got a big enough budget, they'll do two core. But like that's they're just designed that way. But yeah, I guess that's just too different from. Might, you know, we expect like half a year of content. Might, or something. The thing is, those yeah. things might come back inevitably. They eventually do sequels if there's a really big outcry. Yurka Seven got a sequel. It did? Yeah. When? Uh, it came out like six months ago. What's it called? It's just like Yuri Good 2. Follow something over the rainbow. Yuri Good 7's over the rainbow. Oh, I, I can't wait it's to about, see that. I, it was, something it, over it, the it, it was weird. I don't know. It was well, weird. Well, it's Eureka 7. The whole lighter half of that. It was, was, it was about their son. And that half bug son. It's, and it's an altered... It's an alternate reality. Oh, fuck that then. I'm not watching that. But she links up with the real reality. But the problem is, it's not like it, this. It's not alternate reality where they have new characters, but like because they, the whole thing was with the the scarab or coral. Like there, there's like rea- reality issues in there, and so like yeah, Ren, you see like Ren, uh, Renton, like all grown up and stuff. He looks so sick, and he's flying in Riga Seven. <laughs> Maybe I will see it. Then. He's got fucking this like he's got these like huge like gloves on, Please and he has his goggles. goggles, but he's got this like almost it's almost like a like a mad scientist suit on, but he's just jumping. He jumps through worlds to try to find her. It's actually kind of cool. But Maybe I will see that then. They need to... God, I really want them to go and redo Bebop in today animation. That would just be the best. But sometimes, like, the UF series, like, Gundams are always kind of remade over time. Yeah. It's not... They're not direct sequels, but they're like... <laughs> Did you hear about the live-action Bebop movie? No. That was Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Oh, Reeves. Yes, yes, the Keanu Reeves. I thought that, that was still going in the no. works. No. Can you watch Robbie? I'm pretty sure. Go look it up. He's done some other stuff in the meantime. Same have thing with Ghost in the Shell. All these anime. I don't think that seen, anime uh, is not still in the works. Have you seen though, Kids on the Slope before? No, but but Wooly was talking about that. On I've the had, I actually cast. saw that a long time ago. It's pretty good. Is it? That's the one I was trying to tell you about. Like I think it like podcast three or something. Yeah, where it was the the anime about kids like playing jazz and one of them's a preacher or something like that. Is that I couldn't remember the name of it. But it's Kids on the Slope. Like yeah, yeah, it's a good one, and that's when, by. Uh, uh, same guy who made Bebop. Really? Yeah, and then it's the uh, oh, well, the chick who did the Bebop music did music for that show. Yo, I've seen. Yo, I saw the previews. So like but, every season, there's a preview for it. And I saw that actually, yeah. and one of the previews on the website I was on. I was like, but that live it. action movie is dead. Is it definitive? Uh, it has to know. be dead. Counterreads is not going to do that now. Well, it, 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 it may be the live. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to be pure. That's got to be dead. It's it was like ten years ago that they even talked about that. Uh, men can dream. Yeah, I know. They're gonna do a Ghost in the Shell cool. remake instead. Yeah, they are, they're working on a live action Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is hell, gonna so. suck yeah. shit. Except for right now, Scarlett Johansson looks like fucking Justin Bieber with her haircut. Have you seen it recently? Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. She like but cut, she buzzed her hair, but left it long on the top. She's still and, like, hot, no matter what. She's still hot, no matter what. She's I very hot. Not attracted to her at all. But yeah, well, that's because you're gay. That's yep. okay. 
We've already established that. I am gay. You instantly <laughs> notice the penises in cosplay pictures. <laughs> this is true. Um, Valve withdraws all right, so, paid mods. <laughs> Surprise! Moving on. Yeah. So Valve, Valve withdraws paid mods for Skyrim. Uh, they basically took them off, completely backtracked, and said, sorry, Which we thought stupid. this was a good idea, and it was not. It's it can be a good idea. They just did it the wrong way. It can yeah. be good if they're not taking seventy percent of the profit for themselves. No, it's, yeah, it's not that. <laughs> That's it's, really, it's, a, it's, it's a great idea if Bethesda's not part of it, but they have to be. So the mod should just stay free. Yeah, and there's like um, you know the donation. Like I was listening to what they were talking about it just with the, the problem in general in the super best friend class last week, and they they raised a lot of interesting points about like you have how do you regulate it right. How do you determine there are certain mods that you need to have to no, get mods to work at all? Just, I, you and I know, like, we've done Skyrim modding. It's yeah, fucking... Skyrim script extender. You have to have that. And so if the people are like, all right, we're, you, we know you need this, $100 now. The Modding thing is, community is dead. I would pay that. I would not. I probably would. You are a richer man than I. It's not anything about riches. It's just the fact that you can get mods that give you content that extend the life of an already infinite game like yeah i think that's okay the problem is i would want all that hundred dollars to go to the people who made the mod because bethesda did zero work to earn that and valve did nothing yeah so i'm okay with valve taking the 30 percent because they're hosting it right they've got rack space that they're using that has that shit on there but with bethesda Bethesda, like a lot of mods that come out are mods that fix fix things that bethesda was too lazy to fix and they're like no we need some money for this there's a whole mod that's the unofficial skyrim patch that's like that makes it so much better bugs yeah that bethesda never fixed and and they made dlc without fixing bugs in the fucking main game yeah Fucking so idiots. it was not the right time at all. It was not the right way to do well, it. It's, it I think not it's have less this. the right time and more the fact that, that just you cannot fuck people that way fiscally and like it. It should just be a donation. Yeah, it should be a complete donation. Pay what there should be a valve way to do that instead of like. What's that? Oh my god. <laughs> That's Keanu Reeves' spike. Keanu Reeves' oh, spike. Uh, Maybe it's good that dog. Uh, look at his hair. He looks so dumb. Uh, Welcome to Bebop. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so. And who's that as Jet? I don't know. Just, I've seen that guy. Is that Bruce Willis? Yes, it That's is. Bruce Willis. That's Bruce Willis as Jet. Anyway, so. So yeah, you can't. You can't. The, you introducing it into a community that's six years old at this point, a modding community that's been going for so, six years. Well, and and a lot of the people who did mods for Skyrim did mods for Oblivion, did mods for Morrowind. Yeah. You know, like start it, start it with the next Oblivion. They're fucking pro- yeah. Start it with the next Skyrim game. Maybe do it then, but not yeah, now. Start it out right, and then also give complete tools to people that they don't have to make the script extender. Exactly. Right? Or write the script extender yourself knowing people are going to mod it. Yep. And sell it for five bucks or whatever and then you can make your cut there without having to screw every person who puts blood and sweat into making these mods. Yeah. So so, yeah, they backed down, which is good. And that was... uh, We'll see if they come back with something else in the future but it it was... The whole debacle was really interesting and they made the right decision, ultimately. Yeah, altogether. Um, following the news of PT's removal, which Ken said was a not a not story last week, what mo- Silent Hills is canceled. Yep. 
So you remember how that how that PT demo, the demo for Silent Hills, pulled was pulled from the PlayStation, PlayStation Store? And you're like, this isn't a story. Well, they canceled Silent Hills, which we figured was well, probably going to happen. Story now? Yep. I don't know. Kojima, uh, because Kojima's gone, they basically scrapped the entire project. And it's it's dead and in they, the water. They had it's the gone. gall, like they were saying on Two Best Friends, to come out and say, like, oh, the series isn't dead, just this one game. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, the series me? is dead. The one game that might have... I mean, because that, that game series has been pretty shit for a long time. And a lot of the media surrounding it has just given people negative connotations. Like, the movies suck dick. Yeah, but which like, they do. Yeah, well, they do. They're just they're shit movies. But you take the guy who's like the Konami Jesus, the savior, and then you... Have him like resurrect a franchise for you, pretty much. And PT, I mean, have, go watch a let's play of PT. It's fucking or awesome! It's actually scary. Yeah, it's which creepy. Is shit. a first for a horror game. Yeah, and it's done really well. And then they're just like, nah, toilet. You know, like, they just, <laughs> this seems where they're only a dump that much. If you've got like a working. You know, it's because they're mad at Kojima. Because Kojima For basically told reason. them to fuck off. Like, well, but are you as, as being mad at a person willing to? I don't know how much money. If you're Konami, that's Japanese business. I guess that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it seems like, retarded. They're basically, oh, there's more important than money. They're basically committing seppuku at this point. Well, like, for all intents and purposes, I mean, go to the website and see what they list under games for Konami. Metal Gear Solid Five. Just that's MGM, it. But just that. Yeah, right? that's it. So they're either banking a lot on that, or, <laughs> or they've got some shit that they're. They're like gonna get a quick rewrite for that for PT and like well, I mean, a game or something. And it's like, weird to me because all right, so Kojima bails, fine. Like you fired Kojima, but you still got Norman Reedus, who everyone's excited about because Daryl from The Walking Dead well, is a super hot big, character right, right now. Yeah, everyone like is really into him. Like all the 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 fans of Walking Dead are super into Norman Reedus, and like he's a really big star right now. But you scrap that, you dump, you just dump the whole project. Doesn't make any sense. You got Del Toro working on it. You got Norman yeah. Reedus. Like you've still got a lot of star power behind that game. But you're just gonna shit on it. But to be honest, like whatever person they replace Kojima's for for that, he's not gonna do a Kojima level job. No, the the PT would be a better game than whatever they would come out for the full game for Silent Hill. So. Yeah, so that's basically dead at this point. Who yeah. knows if we'll ever get another well, Silent Hill game? Anything Kojima was working on is gonna be dead aside from Metal Gear Solid because that's probably like all done already anyways. it's super close to being done yeah. yeah so it sucks that I mean they, they they're taking it to the next level with this fallout thing oh, and they're Kojima. taking it in the ass because of it too yeah. so we'll see what happens but MGS5 it's gonna be their last game I bet Konami's last <laughs> I game I don't know that they can pull anything out that's gonna sell like the like those big budget titles are now that Kojima's gone I'd rather wait for Kojima to open his own studio and then by the game comes out of that right? yeah so, and he will open his own studio well, and that's one of the things hope anyways that's one of the good ideas they had on Super Best Friend cast um, they were talking about just make a game where that has mist and air raid sirens and someone with a geometrically shaped head yeah, and you're and good. You're Silent Hill. And you've got a yeah, you've got like Silent Blill, Violent <laughs> Blill, yeah, Violent Blill, and it'll still be just as awesome <laughs> with blood and blades. with Blorman Bleedus yeah. and Bleyelma Blowforal. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's pretty much that. So that's uh, that's Sack Up for this week. Yeah, it is. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. I'm Ken. Sack Up, nerds. <laughs>
is up, nerds? Steve here with Sack Incorporated to remind you to follow us on the social media platforms. That's right, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us there at Sack Incorporated. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching for Sack Incorporated and pressing that sweet, sweet little button. And don't forget to send us emails at sackingpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts, your comments, questions, concerns, neuroses, and psychoses. Give us your opinion on things we've talked about previously, or give us suggestions for topics to talk about in the future. That's sackingpodcast at gmail.com.